0: it is the brad and brit cast glad you're with us here thank you very much i'm brad he's brit and we have business to take care of. hey i got some fun sound here i, I got some fun sound. sound i'm a fun sound and, guy. Uh, i want i, I want to set this up from the uh, standpoint of um, how it sounds, what it actually means, how the person who made the gaffe recovered, okay, and went on, and then okay. compare it to the other person that you would instantly compare that to. All right. So this is President Biden. This was on Thursday, today as we speak, and he was uh, talking about the money that he once allocated more for Ukraine to support them, and I guess he took some questions, and uh, he got tripped up on the word kleptocracy, okay? He gets, now, just, you have to say that word slow, everybody has to, it's one of those words, right? You That's have to not think easy. it. Right. And you know that Joe Biden has uh, you know, he has a speech impediment. There's no doubt about it. So so here you go and uh, listen to what he does and then yeah, catch him as he keeps comprehensive of package of, uh, that will enhance our underlying effort to accommodate the Russian oligarchs uh, and make sure we take their take their their ill begotten gains. <laughs> We're going to accommodate them. We're going to see he's reading off a teleprompter. He's not answering a question. He's trying to read this of Putin's kleptocracy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> kleptocracy. The guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> but these are bad guys. This legislative package strengthens our law enforcement capabilities to seize property linked to Russia's kleptocracy. OK, now that's enough. That's enough right there. That, that's, that's what we have. Now, as you know, that will get played a how many times.
1: times? A trillion times.
0: On, on, on Fox to prove that, that there's just nothing left of this guy. How, how could he possibly mispronounce a name like that? Now, here's my analysis of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, number one, he, di- he did stumble on it. He stumbled on it three times, and then he said it right, and then he made a joke about it, and he laughed about it. He was laughing at himself there. Now, over to the, what did Trump do every time he fucked up like this? He pretended that he didn't make a mistake, right? Right? He, 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 he tried to gaslight you and bully you into thinking you didn't hear what you just heard. And, and then, about 10 seconds later, he did say the word correctly. Mm-hmm. So, that's really all there is to it. And on a scale of uh, 1 to 10, 10 being something and 1 being nothing... This is a minus minus point three, right? So mm-hmm. I contend it's a nothing. He laughed at it. He laughed at himself. That's what you're supposed to do. The previous guy, the uh, two-time loser, retiree, influence, never can laugh at him, can't do it. And uh, his supporters overlooked his speech problems in reading stuff also so i'm gonna call it at, at best even and
1: uh there you go what am i missing am i missing anything um no it just it it goes it just works into a narrative that has been established by certain people and that's what they grab for which kind of goes back to the atlantic article that you um were talking about yesterday by jonathan hate which i did read and it just said people are looking yeah. for they're looking for bias as far as just confirmation bias so oh boy I was, I was yeah. watching a little – oh, by the way, I just so we're all on the same page because I know everybody else knows. Uh, kleptocracy is defined as government by those who seek chiefly status and personal gain at the expense of the governed. That's what a kleptocracy is. In other um, words, uh, people who steal shit when they're in charge. I watched um, a little bit of the Tucker Carlson show last night um god bless
0: you know. you know what you 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 get the uh, i watched it so you didn't have to award for the day
1: he sells in the tucker carlson shop a dazed and confused t-shirt which has you know joe biden with a funny look on his face as a tie-dye and it just perpetuates the idea that he's this dazed and confused and dementia filled human being you can buy that at the fox shop um I was so. What I saw on the Tucker Carlson show was he had Matt Gates on for a mm. segment, mm. and mm. Uh, <laughs> they moaned, bitched, bitch, whined, and cried about um, Kevin McCarthy, and uh, they were upset that Kevin McCarthy had received a standing ovation for lying to Republicans, and they basically were, uh, how can you guys applaud this? And that was um, that was one segment. Well, well the, wait,
0: wait, wait. Hang on. What Were they saying, How can you guys yeah. applaud this from the standpoint that someone like you or someone like me might say that? In that, uh, that was all about groupthink, mm-hmm. intimidation, fear to not want to go along with the group. Or mm. was it from very often when it sounds like they're agreeing with what you might think? It's well, it's because Kevin Car- McCarthy was too weak in denouncing <laughs> the spin against him by the liberal media, which lost its mind over the story. See, there's two versions of why Uh-oh. those guys would pretend to be yeah. mad at another Republican. Yeah, well, let me let me, <laughs> clarify,
1: let me clarify that they were they were upset because, of course, Kevin McCarthy was not supporting Donald Trump in the way that he should be supported.
0: There you go. That's- okay. See, there, so there's a difference. Between the yeah. uh, the way we look at it exactly, <laughs> and, and, and the the, uh, the, the uh, that's like a new level of, of fake outrage. Now that's yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I do have a soundbite number two, audio soundbite number two. Snurdly. You, can I get a video soundbite, please? Yeah, well, this is a video soundbite. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, but we're for the most part mostly audio. Oh, I see. And uh, right, uh, this is Maria. Elvira, holy shit, if Elvira is your middle name. Oh really? What were your parents doing when they conceived you? Because yeah, she's yeah. fairly young and oh my, think about that. Mistress of what was her what's her real name? She's still around.
1: Elvira and uh, Mistress of the Dark?
0: Pe- er, Peterson. Her last name's Peterson. I can't remember her first name. Yeah. She's very nice, apparently a very nice person. Um, she's like the female Svengooley.
1: Cassandra <laughs> Peterson is Elvira's real name. Thank you. Thank you. Thank things you. I've learned already on this. You've learned what a kleptocracy is, and you've learned who Cassandra Peterson is. Mm-hmm. Uh Maria Elvira Salazar, R, Florida. Mm-hmm. I
0: believe she's one of the people who won a couple of those seats in the twenty twenty election that were being held by Democrats when uh, Trump did better in Florida and South Florida among Hispanics mm-hmm. than normal. And uh, so this is a complete boob who, <laughs> who's now a, a congresswoman. And, and she was in that meeting, that meeting, uh, the the uh, little pep rally for for Kevin McCarthy. And um, here's her take on uh, what she heard. And, and it comes from the uh, why the fuck are you talking about this shit?
1: uh school here we go.
0: go 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 come on
1: come on go 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 come go, go. on elvira my heart's on fire Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. yeah here
0: we go i got it. what he said on january 6, and he, they lied to us and then there's audio you know this this they lied people changed their mind things happened but i'm not saying that january 6 was what happened was despicable you cannot oh, be storming any buildings much oh, yeah. less the capitol But then why don't we move forward and why don't we start thinking what's happening right now? But no, the media doesn't want to do that because it's not convenient. It doesn't produce headlines. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. Now, why don't we concentrate on something today? Look forward to what's going on tomorrow. Like what was on Hunter Biden's laptop? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. That's looking
1: backwards. Miss <clears throat> Salazar. That's ridiculous. Miss Salazar uh, represents the twenty, the fight twenty seventh, which is Miami, Miami Beach, Coral Gables, yeah. that particular yeah, area. that's just what I thought.
0: Yeah, I hadn't looked it up, but I just assumed because I really hadn't heard of her that she was one of those people that they they snuck in there to uh, to run and, and try to flip the seat, and it did it did work. And
1: um, this is interesting. Did you know that she was it's a cult? It's a cult. You know, she was preceded in this office by Donna Shalala. Yeah, that, well, that's what I'm saying. So, so that you, you couldn't be more liberal, you
0: couldn't be a more lefty Congressperson than Donna Shalala was. She was like health, health and human services for yeah. Bill Clinton, I think. Correct. That's correct. That is correct. Something, something of that sort. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, um,
1: this is where that is. And uh um, Well, I'm telling you, Mad Gates and Tucker Carlson would want to have a word with this young lady with Miss Salazar. They would not be happy with her. They
0: right, right. Of, of course. For the same principled reason that you originally laid out. <laughs> yes, of course. What was I'm glad you you, you filled in the <laughs> the, the, uh, the outline there that, that it, it, it wasn't that what she said was just exceedingly pathetic. It was the, the, those two um, and you know, she but, also I, uh, I, you know how i headlined this i was going to give you a choice on that so i was going to say january 6th is not what paul mccartney meant when he wrote another day okay because it's not just another, day. No, january it's not 6th, just another not,
1: day
0: not just another day and uh we're, we are it's it's hard to keep waiting but you know we are six weeks or so away, maybe less, of uh, actual public hearings. And they will lay all this out as uh, as a narrative and a, and a story. And we just hope it punches through enough so that people realize that we have two political parties, one, a normal political party that argues with itself, that is not completely beholden to its most radical element. Those would be the uh, Democrats. They... They fight it out. They argue and then they move on and they they try to govern and they have ideas. And then the Republican Party, which is antithetical to American democracy at this point, only in pursuit of power for its own sake, with no actual ideas except opposing anything that a Democrat does and trying to own the libs. At every turn, that's all that matters. If it pisses you off, Brit, pisses me off, then it's a successful stand on, on any issue. And to think for one second that the country is going to look the other way on what happened January 6, 2021. If this congresswoman had her way, if you believe she's sincere, and she's not. But that doesn't matter because she's saying it and they can play that clip over on Fox, can't they? That's the one they can play and say, yeah, she is right. She is so right. When are they going to let go of this? When are we going to move on dot org? Huh? When are we? If 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 we bury this one and and let it go, this is just like saying, ah, fuck Pearl Harbor. Okay, I lost some ships. Uh, they're seven thousand miles away from me. Can we move on? Sure. Yeah. Just get work. A couple buildings fell down in Manhattan. Fuck. I don't. I've never even been to Southern Manhattan. Exactly. I've never even been down. Fuck it. Move on.
1: Move that, on. That, mean, honestly, that does sound like a disingenuous argument that Republicans would make. Like, I don't understand how the the people who are looking for jobs in 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 middle of Kansas worry about some the World Trade Center going down. How does that affect them? They're trying to get their goods. The market they're trying to You may as well me. go there
0: you <laughs> may as well go there if
1: if, if that's going to be
0: some kind of acceptable response then
1: why not then you know nothing matters well look i nothing you know matters. i try to to soothe the fears and sab the fears of certain people when they're very frustrated at merrick garland and i i understand but i i still have faith in the guy i still think it's going to happen now if it doesn't i'm going to be as pissed as everybody else but i think he's putting together a case. One of the things I take a little issue with you. If this stuff is happening in June, you know, people's attention, obviously, as you say, is always kind of divided, and people in June are allegedly going to the beach and going on vacation and stuff. They obviously won't be able to afford it. It's you know what?
0: I'll give you a little assignment here. You're you're better at this than I am. Yeah. Why don't you look up when the Watergate hearings were on the calendar? Oh, but that was a different. You know, that was a different topic. Time. That's not a different time. It's not a different, different time. time. I mean, it there is not, it, no, and it, it's not.
1: And, it, and, the, and the, the article that you, you referred us to in the in Atlantic says that exactly. We've been fractured a million ways till Sunday since, you know, the mid 70s. My goodness, they're so, all, much, right, so, much so more.
0: all right, so th- I guess then the point would be anything short of Russia dropping 50 nuclear bombs over 50 states doesn't get yeah. anyone's attention anymore and it doesn't matter. I mean, is that, no, I, I think you're wrong here. I think I hope even I even in the spring and summer. I hope, I um, uh,
1: you know, the, I hope you it you grabs people's, people's attention. attention. I hope it does get people's yeah. attention and they take it seriously. I do want to, I do want to prepare you for something because it's going to be happening in the next six weeks or so. Now that we're going to, for the first time in really three years have large, gatherings of human beings watching people graduate right that's going to happen it's going to be for the first time in three years you're going to go to a graduation in 10 days i'm going to get ready for those stories that you used to see all the time about somebody making too much noise at a graduation and that uh, that diploma being withheld for 10 days Get ready for those or some kid on stage going and he's got like an inappropriate T-shirt and he flashes the crowd. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, some, something, some outrage follows. Get ready for those stories over the next six weeks. That's how you'll know America's back to normal, Brad. When you start seeing those stories again. Brit, I plan to be one of those people. <laughs> Get ready
0: to see me in the news. A, so a May it's May 6th is the graduation.
1: So
0: uh, I'm going to, I'm going to raise a ruckus.
1: I'm going to let people know how I feel. This This, uh, unfortunate headline is going everywhere. The economy contracted in the first quarter. The New York Times reports, but underlying measures were solid, which doesn't mean much as far as the American people go. So uh, a lot of folks think, some economic folks who are experts on this stuff way more than you and I are, believe that a recession is staring us right in the face, which would be some more bad news for Joe Biden, but again, bad news for America is good news for Republicans. Brad, do you think a recession is a real, real issue for Joe Biden as we matriculate through 2022? I don't think in the next
0: few months or even no. in the fall, there's going to be a recession. Uh, th- there's never been a recession with unemployment down where it is. That would be but, amazing. But because it, it, it just doesn't work that way, right? Um uh, a, a recession happens when people are starting are getting thrown out of their jobs yeah. and they pull back on their spending, right? And they don't do anything, and uh, that could happen. But with inflation already at levels that we've never seen, um, and all these X factors like the war in ukraine like the chinese shutting down their economy if you think the supply chain was fucked up three months ago holy shit i saw a little map you know where they put a, a dot on the, the map to represent one of the thing with uh, over 500 little dots outside of the port i guess is it shanghai i don't know if shanghai's on the, on the coast or not but you know, a major chinese port So, you know, we had like 150 off of Los Angeles. Remember that? That was the Mm, number, like 150. mm. They've got over 500 sitting there that aren't getting loaded and and stuff isn't moving. So um, if if, if those things all take hold, you know, this number will be a wonderful number compared to what might be ahead. On the other hand, this also could be an aberration based on the fact that uh, like the snake – the digestion of the uh, heaviest bouts of inflationary pressures are already in there and they're moving through and they're going to come out the other end. And then you combine that with whatever the Federal Reserve is going to do to raise interest rates faster and higher. And you do have the recipe for a, a, a possible mess. On the other hand, it might work. It might be a softer landing than people think. I don't know. I am not an economist, but, of course, you never can go by one month. You just cannot ever, ever, ever go by one month. Just the same way, for instance, I'll give you a, a corporate example. You cannot go by one quarter's earnings when a major corporation shows something changed. In other words, three months ago, for the first time ever, Facebook lost a couple hundred thousand people around the world you know they only had 2.93 billion instead of 2.97 billion this is some fucking crazy number so in addition to tech stocks going down the toilet they decided well it's the end of facebook sell a fucker and and it was down 50 percent from its high so three months later that was yesterday the numbers come out and guess what facebook added some people oh great back again stock goes crazy up Yeah, yeah so that could be exactly what's happening with the the economy in terms of trying to look at the broadest measure, the GDP number, which um is it's it's a big ugly giant that has no ability to tap dance, and you have to you really do have to to, to look inside of of what's going on. Um check this out. We're in the middle of a war, right? Mm-hmm.
1: That's what right that's we're, what I hear, we're, yeah. We're,
0: we, we are or and we are spending now a lot of money on defense, even more yeah. than we normally do, which is a lot. Right. But in the last quarter, that quarter that you see as the headline, one point four percent GDP contraction. um, There was an eight and a half percent decline in defense spending. And Remember, this is looking backwards. This isn't like right yeah. now in the last month or two. So you got to know that's going to that's going to go away. Def- There's Biden on TV today talking about the kleptocracy. It's not fair. It's not, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I
1: apologize. You feel good. You feel good with your low hanging fruit. Is that, that feel yeah. good? Yeah. You like that? Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I mean, the huge problem with
1: with our economy, as far as the inflation. I mean, the demand is huge. That's the problem, and then the supply chain problems and everything else. That's and that's that's helping to drive prices up. That's one of the big problems. Is we have well, a lot of demand. I,
0: I, I know, but all these traditional ways to try to to, to uh, get people to stop spending right now—they're not working because apparently a lot of people either saved the money that they got from the government the last no. couple of years, or they made a little bit of money in the uh, markets, unless they're one of those Robin Hood people, uh, and they lost it all, maybe more. Um, but you know, people did make some money, and and they're out there spending it right now. So there's there's just so many so many inputs into that that broad number. Um but consumer spending is still rock solid. And when things are going well, what's the first thing you hear? Well consumer spending is 70% of our economy. Exactly. Okay. So if consumer spending is still strong, and I assume it's still 70% of our economy, then a one-month drop in GDP should not be a big deal. And apparently, it isn't a big deal in terms of the way the financial markets are looking for it as we speak. Dow Jones up 575 points. Fuck. Holy shit. Uh, That's almost 2%. NASDAQ uh, up 3%. So, obviously, that's a nothing. But if you think that Republicans are going to use, for instance, today's reaction by investors as – a reason to say that today's number isn't that big of a deal, obviously. They're not going to do that because most people don't pay attention to the stock market. They don't look at the, the, uh, the numbers all the time, and they will ignore that, except when Donald Trump is president and the market goes up, yeah. what do they say, Britt? Everybody they- wins.
1: I win. You're and welcome. Everybody- yeah. You're welcome. That's right. That's they don't right. pay attention so- to the stock market, but they do pay attention to the price of gas and the price of a loaf of bread and the price of a gallon of milk. Right, and, that's and not this doesn't
0: change that at all.
1: And, uh, I know, I, I get that, that. but That ain't good. Uh, that ain't good right now right. because, as you know, the polls are showing a record share of Americans say that inflation is the top financial concern. I believe that's according to the folks at Gallup. Uh, inflation is 8.5% in March, fastest pace in 40 years. More people said their financial situation was worsening than it was improving. A total of 46 4.6%. Rated their personal finances positively down from 57% last year. That is not great news for someone who is seeking election in 2022 or trying to keep a house. <laughs> not not good news at all, I would say. No, but
0: uh, again, you know, these numbers, I, I, don't, I know you're going to you go know, roll your eyes, but November is a long time from now. It really, really is. It is. <laughs> it really is. And the great thing is, it could be a hell of a lot worse by then. That's not the great <laughs> thing. It's a
1: terrible <laughs> well, thing. Well, wait, but we it could also be better. better. It can be better by then.
0: But things. Could but be- at a right at at a at a certain point, things, you know, get as shitty as they can get, and then they, yeah. and then they bounce. But for instance, uh, and you know, folks may hear us later in the day, or or, or if if uh, a rally in the stock market occurs, for whatever reason, that gives the Federal Reserve more of an impetus to raise rates faster because they do want, they won't say it, they want to knock down the markets because the wealth effect of people who do well in, in the stock market, that helps drive inflation. Mm-hmm. Except on the other hand, the oldest saw in the book is You do want to own stocks in an inflationary environment because they do keep up with inflation. But at the same time, when inflation is raging, they raise interest rates and that knocks stocks down. So you can lose your mind trying to figure out what the right thing to do is. I'm getting all these calls and, and I'm getting so many calls from a guy named Spam
1: Risk. Do you know him? I love you that know Mr. Spam Risk. I think he used yeah. to work with Stanley. Yeah, he's yeah. good. He's a good guy. JP Morgan Stanley calls oh, several
0: guy. times a day now. Seven, sometimes five, six, ten times a day. Spam Risk.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's why. I mean, that's why it's very important not to just make knee-jerk kind of crazy reactions, you know, to to stuff like that, to what's going. on. I'm going to change my portfolio. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to. You, you can't. You can't do that. You can't do that when when everything around you is going nuts, you can't. right?
0: No, you, you you can't. And it is true. Pan- panic's not a strategy. It's just panic. <laughs> um, and we'll, we'll, uh, but we'll it, let everybody know when it's time to panic.
1: And we did talk about this. Unfortunately, the White House and Joe Biden, their messaging last week was there's two reasons for inflation. One is Vladimir Putin and the second is COVID. They're all in on that strategy. And that's what they're peddling their message to the American people, which I think is pretty unfortunate. But that's what they've decided to go with. Yeah, I don't
0: know. See, and I don't know whether that was exactly what was said today. That is, because yeah,
1: I don't know about today, but last week, are
0: You're allowed to change. You're allowed to change your excuse on any given day based on current <laughs> conditions, aren't you?
1: I would you really say are. so. I, I, that's I would. What say that's what the, they do. The element that we have not talked about, which is not even a whisper but a scream at this point, is the housing market and what has happened to a lot of people in the so-called middle-class, there is simply no reality or any kind of relation to wages and rent at this point in time. As we can see, we've seen the, the, just the rent go sky high. The rent is too damn high in a lot of places. And that, that is a huge problem in America. And I don't know, you know, that there is a silver bullet approach to, to, to fixing that. Uh, that's also, you know, that's mixed in with the Sue here. Right
0: no and again these are these are problems that this didn't just fall out of the sky Correct. six months ago or let, let me be more precise about it. these are problems that didn't fall out of the sky on january 21st 2021 Correct. when joe biden took over these are trends like almost everything in the economy you can say that that trend was accelerated by covid yeah. that being said now as as covid has dropped out of the top five concerns for most people uh still a pandemic but you want to call it pandemic light now for most people you call it that um you don't get the room to say what's happening now is because of covid it doesn't work it's not going to wash you just you just can't do, i love you joe Love your good family, good family, honors a little bit, but, but, but you you just, it's just not going to work because the American public has the memory of a flea. Okay. It isn't even just what happened last week. It's, it's what the hell happened yesterday. Anything past that. I don't know. I don't care. And, um, stops. You got, you got to stop saying it's, it's because of COVID, uh, because, on the upside, you know, when when the airlines are, are starting to do really really well again, you can't get a seat. They're raising prices. Prices. Um, you don't get to credit COVID for the for the fact that the airlines are now doing better because unless I'm missing something, I believe we threw about fifty billion dollars at the airline industry just to save their ass, mm-hmm. keep them from going out of business mm-hmm. all that time, and we needed to do it. You you had to do it, but that's money. That now, I can't trace it for you, but but that's part of inflation. All of that yeah. money to, to, to save us is part of inflation. But if you're in the out party, the Republicans, you don't give a shit about being honest about that. No. You, you don't dare say, well, you know, we had to spend what we had to spend. And we started that that massive spending under Donald Trump. Under Donald Trump. Because we had to. And it continued. And it went on too long we shouldn't have spent as much money as we did but but we did it and we saved the economy and now we have really good growth or certainly have until the last three months um and you cannot give any credit to to uh, anybody on the opposing team which goes back to the atlantic article it's all about win lose up yeah. down yeah. black white uh no middle ground in you your face give an inch, in your face fuck you kind of, of politics and it's extending of course to to economics as it uh, almost always does and uh we've gone all this time and haven't used the it's the economy stupid line yet which
1: i'm sick of hearing that too but it is um but, but it's it it is. A, It's accurate now i want to i want to follow up on what you said because like when you talk about you know sending money to the airline industry and and, and helping helping those guys out and stuff uh, and and if, if you don't do that, God forbid, and at some point, maybe one of the airlines goes away. I don't know if it's one of the big ones or one of the little ones. What happens, obviously, when there is less competition? Well, guess what? Prices are going to go up. So, if you know, if somebody goes tits up and you have consent, that, that's the deal. So, yeah, exactly. Well, well that, that, that
0: that's right. And so, it, in the end, you want to think it was a good investment to, to keep think. the airline industry from collapsing and losing one or two of the big ones and having the uh, survivors – take over those airplanes, take over those routes with one less competitor. Not that there's so much competition right now, but exactly. one less would be one less. Exactly. And you know, there'd be more upward pr- uh, uh, pressure on prices. Last night, uh, speaking of upward pressure on prices, you know we all buy food at yes. the store. We yes. all see that every week, every week you go and a lot of common items – go up every week and you're wow how does when is this going to stop well i saw senator john tester of montana the only real farmer in the u.s senate on tv last night i believe he was on the matto program now there are a couple of reasons i love john tester number one like me uh he is uh, missing fingers on his hand i'm missing <laughs> the tip of one of my fingers i'm showing it right. right now Right. Uh, mine was in a, a stupid accent. It was an intelligent accident. And he's a real farmer, and farmers lose their fingers for, for much better reasons than I lost mine. And, and, and so he's missing two fingers, his two middle fingers, on, on one of his hands. He's a real working man here. But he did a great job of explaining, in particular, uh, what's gone on in the meatpacking industry where it's consolidated down to four companies. There's only four. That's it. They've got 85, 86% of the market. And they, they basically put all the small guys out of business. They, they they bought them out, they consolidated and they are where they are right now. And that's a lot of what you see in terms of inflation, uh, in food it's not all of it um the costs go up they pass them on i get that but if there was more competition you would have um a little bit more of a lid on extreme price inflation in in agriculture but it might not make the difference if the input costs if the cost of fertilizer goes up it doesn't matter whether you're a small farmer a medium farmer or a giant farm uh agriculture company it's going to go into the price of the food but um there, there are all these things working i wanted to throw one more thing in here mm-hmm. and i i just saw this before because there there are things working right now that are really headwinds to uh all of us being able to get our hands around the inflation problem it's a different economy than it was 40 years ago the last time we had hyper inflation like this if i am allowed to use the word i don't want to sound alarmist here um But there's a uh, piece this afternoon uh, in The Times. Uh, I guess it uh, went up this morning. The revolt of the college-educated working class. Since the Great Recession, the college-educated have taken more frontline jobs at companies like Starbucks and Amazon. Now they're helping to unionize them. In other words, the uh, old days of a, a factory or a large employer being made up generally of uh, lesser educated people, the worker bees who might not be quite so prone to want to unionize. Those days are gone because so many well-educated, highly educated people are working in Amazon warehouses. They're Mm -hmm. working at Starbucks. They're pouring Mm -hmm. your coffee because they can't get jobs that are uh, equivalent to their educations. That's a whole other discussion and, and a big problem. But what that does is when it comes time to think about unionization, if you have a higher educated workforce, you're going to have an easier time convincing them of the benefits of unionization. Great. Except if you're on the consumer side, if unions were to come back into to play all over the place, that would be good for employees, but the employers who fight unionization for a whole variety of reasons, one of which, of course, is it's going to cost them more in wages, probably, because they'll be able to demand higher wages if they negotiate as a union versus individuals. Unions are inflationary. I, I hate to say that, but but now maybe I'm wrong. They probably have an argument saying, no, unions help with inflation because blah, and I don't know what it is. But I'm just saying there, there are so many things working out there right now that you would never think, well, why is stuff going? Why is stuff more expensive? Why are they charging more for this? It's just a, it's just a little piece that I saw earlier, and I thought it's a, a kind of a contributing, contributing factor there. You
1: know. It is a very. I think it's important to note for a lot of people that don't know, and you can look at the graphs on this. Generally speaking, the decline in union membership over the past forty-five years uh, pretty well correlates with the the wealth gap in this country. It, it very. If you look at the the graphs themselves, the 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 gap between the haves and the have-nots. Absol- I look. I'm I'm not saying that if I was working
0: in a, in a Starbucks, yeah, and uh, I thought I was being underpaid that I wouldn't be open to uh, unionization because the yeah. the boss man makes X ex- Starbucks is probably a bad example to use because well Am- Amazon, probably I mean, better they're they're probably better at paying their their people than than, than most places
1: a- Amazon um, would be like your home run where people were pissing into bottles and stuff that might be that might be the winner but yeah if you I mean I, I think it's just basic uh, uh, Economy well, stuff. But, but, but during, after World War II, and there were a lot, there's a lot of unionizations, kind of the rich and the middle class kind of went up together. And in the mid 70s, that, and then especially in the early 80s, when you talk about Reagan really putting the hammer on the unions, that's when it accelerated. And that's when the rich people decided, eh, we're going to be doing well on our own. And we're going to let those other people kind of pound, pound sand. How's that sound? And that's what's happened
0: well, for 40 plus years. Right. And then, then after that, when, you, when, when globalization, yeah. When when supply chains stretch, not just to Omaha, uh, but to Tokyo and to Shanghai, you know, that that changed changed it also. And it made unions um, less prevalent in the United States. And uh, did it increase the uh, inequality? You betcha. You, Big time. you betcha. But but it, but you can't look at it in, in isolation We've got an inflation problem, bub, and mm-hmm. uh, the the answer to inflation is not to raise everybody's salary tomorrow ten percent.
1: No, but there's also I mean not it's it's not a it's, bad it's, it's, it's not a bad thing for for working people to have some rights too, and for just not to be pushed around. And I think you're also I know, looking, but, but you're looking but at a new you, generation entering entering the work the oh, workplace, I understand that, and thing, in but the, you, you, the new generation doesn't care about labels like socialist. Communists, you know, that, which were always effectively thrown at unions. So they're, they're not aware of all that stuff. So I think it's going to be a new – It's there's going to be a fresh look at unions, I think, well, in the Rick, coming years. I,
0: I, I think you, br- you brought up the, 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 the number one point here. The answer is they have yeah. heard of socialism. They do know about communism, but they're well-educated, and they know it's bullshit. Exactly. When they try to use it uh, against a well-educated uh, workforce – to try to intimidate them into voting no on unionization—that's the difference. If you don't know anything, and they dangle yeah. these these scare words in front of you,
1: then uh, I don't want that. I, don't want, I don't want no communist shit. Holy fuck! No, I want a I'm couple a of socialists. Yeah. Going back to Senator Tester's point, you saw this uh, story, maybe that they've recalled. More than 120,000 pounds of ground beef uh, recalled over possible E. coli concerns. See? Mm. And if you the, the smart-ass retort is, Joe Biden has made it so that people can't even afford that. So how many lives did he save? How many people did he help not get sick just because they couldn't there afford you. ground beef? Look at that. There. there you go. And then uh, the other retort here, there's what Reason Magazine says, because you're going to hear this argument a lot, I think, over the next six months, is that the stimulus checks worsen inflation. Now, there are some economists who predicted this, and, of course, they're taking a victory lap. But I, I think it's far from settled that that's part of what caused inflation or worsened inflation, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Mm, I think actually it is settled. It it's is not. So, a, it's, it's
0: not. A, it's not. A, but but it's not a question of people taking victory laps because they were quote right about it. Um, I think the criticism really should be. But we have to be fair to ourselves and say we needed to get the money out fast. People needed it quickly. Mm-hmm. they don't want to get thrown out of their apartments they, mm-hmm. they needed to, to buy food. So the money went to everybody. Britt, I did not need a $1,200 check. I'm the first one who well, admitted it. I didn't need several of them. And so uh, th- this should have really been means tested and it should have gone to people who really, really need it. It should okay. not have gone That's to, to people like me. And, and so, so if they want to point out that, if they want to be, Uh, fair about it then point it out that way but you know what that would be bashing the rich wouldn't it okay that would be unfair and you know what next thing you know they're gonna bitch and bitch if somebody down at the lower end of the uh, income scale who may have gone to college for two years and then had to drop out for whatever reason and now has sixty thousand dollars of student loan debt pounding them every month for the next 30 years that they can't pay. God forbid those people should get a break. Um, and then the the uh, Republicans with not a, an ounce of shame suddenly now are class warriors. They are saying, well, you know what? You're go- you're going to give rich people a break for no reason to get out from underneath their student loan debt. They should be paying that back. But again, it's the same argument i think with the stimulus checks which is can't we do this so that the people who really need their student debt taken off their shoulders get it done and not give it to you know people who uh, are physicians now and they're already making $375,000 a year and their their student debt is 200 grand they they will be able to pay that off they shouldn't that shouldn't go away that shouldn't go away. So if if the Democrats, God help me, God love you guys, please don't do a blanket 100% student loan amnesty because um, you're going to get killed on that. You're mm-hmm. going to get killed on that because we've now figured out pretty quickly and pretty easily that just Americans hate other Americans who get a break. Just hate it, even I, if they're poor. <laughs>
1: especially saw, if they're poor, right? I just saw a tweet from a woman she goes, "My husband and I had to work for 20 years to pay off our student loans. Do you think it's, do I think it's fair that these people are getting a break and and she goes, "Yes. I don't want people to have to go through what I went through."
0: Oh, she's, good. well,
1: she's perfectly wow. okay with it. She's she, Yeah. Somebody well, else here but, but here's
0: here's the argument for it. Here's another argument against it. And and you know, I'll I'll, I'll make it. I'm willing to make it here. This would be extremely inflationary
1: to do this.
0: I agree. Because, again, if you relieve people of – and you shouldn't say, well, isn't student debt great? It helps fight inflation. Okay, that's kind of fucked up, isn't it? But but you are, in effect, giving people money if that's money that they wouldn't otherwise be paying back uh, on their loans. And uh, the last thing we need is higher demand. Hey, I don't have that uh $700 a month student loan payment that's been crushing me. Now, I'm done. The, the, the Joe Biden took it away, I can go buy a new car. No, you can't. There aren't new cars because there aren't chips because there's a shortage because of COVID because the supply chain is fucked up. So that's going <laughs> to raise you... prices on cars more if I mean that the, everything Yeah is intertwined. There is no simple answer.